0: Hey, hi. Hello. Here we are. We're doing it. Hello. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Yeah, so we're the ghouls next door, and we're going to be talking about some spooky stuff. Uh, This is for the Headstrong Festival. So we wanted to first shout out to some really awesome sponsors. So first off, we have Joe Giuliani Photography. He is our festival photographer. So if you see pictures being taken that aren't from cell phones, it's probably him. So (laughs) good job. Uh, We got Fireball Printing. That are printers. (laughs) They do printing. Uh, My job actually works with fireball printing sometimes, so shout out to them. Uh, (laughs) Crude Humor Studios, which runs sound and uh, is also helping produce the festival, uh, as well as Steel Empire, Steel with an E, like it's a last name. Uh, Which it might be. I'm sorry. It might be. Do you want to do venues? (laughs) Sure. Um, The venues are Thirsty Dice, Milk Boy, Tattooed Moms, which is where we are, yeah. Um, and yeah. And the presenting sponsor is that's Entertainment, uh, which is an entertainment website featuring film, TV, comic reviews, original videos and a podcast network. Um, there's Telus which is also a presenting sponsor where it's where fa- fantasy meets superheroes. The world is in your hands. So that's That's fun. Sounds very intriguing. I'm ready to tune in. Uh, And so like we said, we are here for the Headstrong Foundation. Uh, The Headstrong Headstrong Foundation offers financial, residential, and emotional support to families affected by cancer. Uh, Based just outside of Philadelphia where
1: patients often travel seeking care and leaving their homes behind. They support cancer patients and their families with peer support Comfort kits, financial help, and lodging for families who have no place to stay while in the Philadelphia area.
0: So you can donate today by um, putting any money in our bucket. Uh, that would be great. So if you're here in person, you can do so. But if you are not here in person, uh, you can donate uh, online at their website. So we have a URL here, which is bit.ly/headstrongfest. So anything helps. It would be great. So just let us know, um, and we're trying to reach a goal of 500. So we are the ghouls next really door. Do sure. We've beat that goal, so we're just we want more. So we did it. Just give us <laughs> this more essentially money. what it is. It's uh, important. Yeah, D- you are helping a really amazing foundation. Uh so I've do it if you can. Um so we are the ghouls and we're going to get started telling you guys about some spooky stuff. Are we I what's happening. next door. With Gabe and Kat Talking about facts and films and feelings
1: And spooky stuff Okay! <laughs> Don't get married cause they'll eat your kids Fiend glue, we me glue, not
0: cuckoo We have. got gun- Boy
1: snakes and good guy Bigfoot. No
0: one has to be alive. Ghoul's next door. Ghoul's next door. Ghoul's next door. Ghoul's next
1: door. Oh, thanks. Fun time. Awesome. Fact. We made that for an anime episode.
0: <laughs> so that's why it's so dramatic. Yes, so as we stated in the song, and kind of quickly, I am Gabe. And I'm Kat. And we're The the Ghouls ghouls Next Door. door. Uh, So first, I just wanted to welcome everyone and thank you so much for coming. (laughs) It means a lot. Uh, For those of you who are not familiar with our podcast, we are a horror-themed podcast, but unlike other spooky podcasts, we do not retell ghost stories or read true crime articles off of Wikipedia. That is not our MO. Uh, We explore the horror topics in film and media and in real life and how those affect us culturally. So um, sometimes we talk about the people behind these films, so directors. Uh, Mm -hmm. We we talk about topics that uh, aren't necessarily your run-of-the-mill horror topics, such as body modification, nightmares, or tattoos. Mm -hmm. Um, We also explore film formats like uh, found footage films or short films. And we've been known to talk about specific um, like historical people such as Poe, Mary Shelley, Lovecraft, um, and uh, even silver screen spooks like Bela Lugosi, uh, which is the original Dracula. (laughs) See, (laughs) if it's spooky, we talk about it. Exactly. Um, And we talk about what it means that that was created and what it's saying about our society. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, and today, we are keeping in line with our New Year, New Me topic. Uh, so all month, we've been talking about New Year, New Me, you knew me uh, revolving around body modification, monstrous women, social media, etc. cetera. Yeah, you know
1: how the New Year, you just got to shed your skin and become an entirely different person. So mm-hmm. that's kind
0: of the theme of this month. <laughs> yeah. So we're today talking about alien imposters, because what could be more new you than an entirely different species walking around in your skin yeah you know i don't just, really know
1: you know when you wake up and it's not you anymore and it's really an alien that has kidnapped you and put you in a spaceship and now is wearing your skin
0: it happens it's a typical yeah, it's tuesday just... you know <laughs> you just you oh, here i am alien uh but Honestly, like, if they can replicate you perfectly, what's the difference? Uh, What makes you so unique? Uh, Maybe this alien is doing a better job getting your life together, Brenda. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But we have a question to all of you guys, and that is, how could you tell the difference? So is anyone here who is with, like, a best friend or a lover or a longtime colleague... Anybody well, I know for cooler? a fact,
1: I'm looking out in the audience, and I know most of you, and I know for a fact that that's a lie. <laughs> you know the people who are next to
0: you for the most part, so raise your hand. Raise your hand if you know a person that's next to you. Oh, good. Relatively Sergio. well. All right? <laughs> okay, that still counts. She's in the bathroom, but she's always here. <laughs> is what it is. So the question I'll give to you, uh, and then I will also circle around, is how would you know if there was an alien or a robot or something that was replicating who is the person that you're... What's her name? My Kiana. Kiana. How would you know that it was Kiana and not a robot? Like, what would this robot, alien, monster impersonator have to do where you would like, okay, all right, Kiana would never, ever be caught dead doing that? Uh, maybe she wasn't frustrated with five minutes. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Kiana, <laughs> you're doing this because <laughs> she's in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> So he said, because if she weren't frustrated with him in five minutes, and I'm beginning to understand Kiana's point of view because she's in the bathroom and you've already done this. Uh, <laughs> do we have anyone else who feels very confident in the person that they know? That they would, like, what would be a telltale sign that this person is definitely 100% an alien? Yes. I don't think would be able to text on this Who? <laughs> Jeff. Well, what if he was a robot? So he want to be able to do tech stuff where he would do it different. Yeah, analyzing. If he was a robot, he would just do it immediately. There would be no pacing back and forth of the technology. There would be like... He wouldn't have to figure it out. It wouldn't be a problem. He wouldn't ask you about it. I know. I know. Yeah, there's no calculating, calculating, (laughs) which is what Jeff really sounds like. And then the robot would just do it. He wouldn't even have to calculate. It'd be great. (laughs)
1: Because it is one with him.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And we'll take one more before we dive into our own selves. Anyone? Bueller? Cool. You guys... Let's let's look inwardly on ourselves here <laughs> and at the people that we know and love and understand that man you guys got it bad. Like all of us could be aliens right now and, and you would don't have know, know. you
1: would have no idea because clearly. <laughs> yes, Jeff, go ahead. an
0: amazing artist right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> amazing <laughs> artist. Aliens and robots don't really They don't do art. No. What if it's an alien from Unless an artistic it's... planet?
1: You don't know.
0: Are you saying we met an alien? You've already like deduced
1: that aliens cannot be creative.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs>
0: if there's any aliens in here, they all got real messed up. They were like, oh, excuse me, <laughs> let me well, just put now. my graffiti back in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rude. It's like an artistic robot. I don't. I'm gonna. They, they have just those. Rude.
1: It's just that the robot isn't creating the art. It's, yeah. it's programmed to do the art that has been told.
0: It has been previously told to us when we were pitching this idea and explaining this idea that in telling it, we have now informed the alien and or robot. Kiana, you were back from the restroom. He spoke about you. So here's a question. <laughs> here's a question. What's your boyfriend's name? Ashik. Ashik? Yeah. Excellent. How would you know... Like what would something like if something happened, he said something, he did something, where you were like that is not Ashik, it's definitely an alien or robot. How would I know. Yeah. Like what's a telltale sign? Like it's so out of character for him. Um, I feel like it was like a joke so Uh uh-huh. huh. Like, like, like real serious. <laughs> super nice. This is great. Yeah. This is great. I want to say that he said, if you were not frustrated with him within five minutes, so I'm tattling right now. And then you're over there and you're like, if he was nice to me, and I, I get it, I'm here, I'm feeling what's happening. And I wish there were aliens, because if it was an alien that was nice, like, yeah, that'd is, be a, nice is alien. it a problem at that point? Is it like, sh- do we want to get He's getting the uh, life together. Back? <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> So even though now the aliens and robots have been informed (laughs) about what all of us would uh, be, what the telltale sign would be, for me, if you wanted to know if I was an alien or robot, it would be to watch me eat something, literally anything, and if I come away without a single drop having fallen from that piece of food, it is not me. There's no (laughs) way. Just somewhere between plate and mouth is just...
1: We tested Which this I, theory yesterday to make sure happens. that she was not an alien. I can't before we wear went on stage. white.
0: I can't. It's <laughs> it's a travesty. I'm like, anything that's a bright colored food, I'm like, nah, listen. <laughs> Can you it's just the like end. put some food coloring in it and make it a little dark or something to match this is why I'm always black. And then what about you, Kat?
1: Yeah, so I mean, those who know me know my body is trash and does not work. So the telltale sign of the fact that it would not be me is one, I would go down steps regularly. Which, if you are not familiar with how very old people go down steps, that's how I go down steps as a a 25-year-old human. Um, If I went outside for more than five minutes and did not require an inhaler.
0: uh, (laughs) If you could hug your own fur baby cat and not break out in some kind of hive.
1: If you told me something and I remembered it, that would also. Oh <laughs> uh,
0: be... damn! If you could sleep like normal yeah. in the nighttime and wake up for in context,
1: cat here, a lot is wrong with me. So an <laughs> alien and a robot would probably fix all of those problems. So like, I kind of welcome it. Come on, friends! Kat, I would love a new robot body. Kat if I was a Cylon this whole time, <laughs> <laughs> let's go.
0: Cats one hundred percent team Cylon. I'll get
1: a new one. I'll wake up in a ship and I'll just be like, all right, well, cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I've been
1: doing this whole time, but new me.
0: New year. Yeah, new, new year, me, new me. Which is what we're talking about. So if you're unfamiliar with our show, we do it in three segments. We have facts, we have films, and we have feelings. Because that sums it all up. So we're going to go into our facts section. Uh, once ah. Kat yeah. is under stress, go, quick. Hold They're on. watching. No. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk about the facts of what it's Alien imposters actually is. It is, right. in fact, facts. Excellent. So,
1: get yeah, facts sweet yeah, facts all the facts stuff yeah, facts stuff facts, facts.
0: our oh, bad, bad facts booky Yeah, i got fucked up and i do want to shout out to cat cuz she makes all of our music yeah. so yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It it would just be a very boring... It would just be like, ah, this is our song, and it's a... We're talking about facts
1: It would be that episode of Rick and Morty where they're like, human music.
0: (laughs) Beep, boop, Show us what you got. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Different episodes, but same concept.
0: So the question that we have for when it comes to alien imposters is... We have a lot of them, but specifically, it's how can anyone really know if another person has a self, like a human self, right? Uh, Not an alien or robot self. Uh, And what would enable you to tell the difference between your neighbor and a well-programmed robot? Uh, There's a bunch of sci-fi horror films that kind of touch on this, um, Mm -hmm. and even just like other media. So we have The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, uh, David Cronenberg's Existence, as well as literature by Poe, Kafka, and Philip K. Dick. Um, And how can we truly differentiate us and another being that so fluidly replicates us, um, a literal replicant robot or a gory, disgusting monster, like the thing, uh, lurking in your skin uh, in the skin of your best friend, like cat here, possibly, how could you tell that that alien was wearing an Edgar suit if it didn't ask for sugar water? <sighs> You guys remember, call back. X-Men, sugar water. Like, if his skin wasn't, like, falling (laughs) off, do you think she would have been like, you're wearing an Edgar suit? I feel like he was pretty terrible the whole time, so, (laughs) like, yeah, she probably wouldn't (laughs) have
1: noticed. You're a little extra terrible. I'm going to say that Edgar probably wasn't
0: the best. Yeah, no, he seemed pretty... It took a minute for her to be like, I don't know if all your parts are fitting in the right spaces. (laughs) And (laughs) Also, you have this new affinity for sugar water which is just <laughs> so absurd for that you doesn't sound so it's like very what human. is that even like what how would you know it's an alien or if it's a robot if it was a cylon all along
1: yeah well the cylons don't know if they're cylons all, all along they find out later in life they're just like oh the big conspiracy is you're trying to figure out like who you are as a person but then also the argument is if you have sentience and are able to have emotions like a human would, do you deserve to live as if a human would? So if they're in the case of like Cylons, they have never been human. So they still have feelings and whatever. But if they s- stole another human and murdered that human and then tried to replicate that human's life, exactly. that's, 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 that's probably not. Drawn. You don't want that because one, that's murder. Two, At the very <laughs> murder least, is bad. One. Um, but then also it's like, I guess it depends on the kind of person you are. Do you feel bad for other humans, other creatures? If it wasn't, if in Fallout, you're on the railroad. Yeah. You're on the side of the railroad. Do you want to save the robot people? I did. Because they care about, because they have that emotions. Because was a
0: smooth-talking robot, and I was there for him, <laughs> and I felt like I was in a 1920s, just like, her or she, we're going to solve this crime. And it's like, I'm here. Let's get it. Let's let's save all the robots.
1: My metal husband. You have
0: like you don't even have a face, but I'm somehow attracted to you. What is this? <laughs> That's Fallout for it's everyone. Totally You great. should watch yeah. it. It's uh, a watch game. someone else play it. <laughs> I'm afraid of Fallout, for the record. I consider it a horror video game. (laughs) It's It's apocalyptic, so
1: arguably. I mean, everyone you loved from the past is dead, so that's pretty horrific. That's not...
0: I don't even get there. It's just the giant (laughs) spiders and the crabs. Don't even get me started on Myrlurks. Done. Finish. We're canceled. Myrlurks.
1: They are very gross. Mm
0: -mm. Don't even. Cancel. The game's (laughs) over. I don't care how long we took making Cardi B on there. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) We spent an enormous amount of time making Cardi B. Cardi B on Fallout 4. We're yeah. very proud of it. But she was pretty great. this whole idea, <laughs> coming back to topic, um, this whole idea of an alien imposter, as we said before, we're going to talk about how it is speaking to us culturally. Why is it here? And specifically when you're thinking about the time periods in which films that talk about alien imposters are made, it is saying a lot. And mostly what it is saying is racism. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually that is the end goal of or, communism. Yes.
1: Like one, or communism. It's like one or the
0: other. But it's looped in. It's xenophobia, yeah. essentially, yeah. Uh, which happens to be the answer to a lot of horror films. Just all of them are about racism. Just we've found that. or yeah. sexism. It's like, women are bad. They shouldn't like to be women if yeah. they do. Whoa, hold on. If you on. have sex, you die. She's a monster. <laughs> exactly. So when you're thinking about the pods from uh, the totally, this classic Gabe, forget the name of the movie. Faculty. Nope.
1: Nope. Just kidding. The thing. Uh,
0: body snatchers. There we go. Made it. words? Invasion of the body snatchers. Things. The thing from the thing. <laughs> and the parasite from the faculty. What are they representing? And essentially, it's the fear of the other. Um, mm-hmm. It's the fear of con- uh, communism, conformity, loss of individuality, mindless devotion, often associated with zombies and things such as that. So mm-hmm. why not you know, replace the unruly person with a very ruly robot?
1: Yeah, so, like, if you play computer games, there's this uh, No Pineapple Left Behind, which is about a school where you create, you turn all the kids into pineapples to have them conform. That's, like, a reflection on the public school system. Because <laughs> a pineapple will not fight you back on, uh, you know, things. <laughs> and then They will was, say
0: the pre- Pledge of Allegiance and they'll stand
1: up. I don't know if pineapples can talk. But maybe in this game they can. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I feel like maybe that might be an alien pineapple at that point. <laughs> and then we just have a lot of questions for everyone. Uh, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, Yeah. so
0: when you think about the time period of these popular alien imposter films, um, we have this very serious fear in America of others portraying themselves as good old fashioned Americans. I'm talking very specifically about the red scare. So you have Mm -hmm. this idea that your next door neighbor could be a Russian sleeper cell spy. But they look just, that's just Betty down the way. She's just nice as she makes cookies. She goes to all the parent-teacher nights. Uh, I don't like the way that my husband kind of looks at her for a long time. Yeah, so but... she's a spy. Exactly. Arrest
1: her. Sailor witch trials, modern.
0: <laughs> Salem witch modern. So she's definitely a communist, and I want her burned at the stake. Uh, I don't care. I don't care if she's literally I love Lucy. Lock her up. Yeah. <laughs> Get them out of here.
1: Yeah, there's just, like, this weird... It's not even back then, because it still happens now, where we forget that people are people, even if they're from other places. Or, like, if you like animals, they're alive. So do you care that they're alive? Like, that's the whole argument is, like, do you really care if they're an alien, if they're not murdering the humans? No, you want them to die, because we watched that movie (laughs) (laughs) about... We watched so many movies. Uh, the one it was, uh, if you marry, I married a monster, monster from f- outer space. I married it's a from monster the fifties and from it's from outer
0: space.
1: Yeah, just like, that. like that. And <laughs> essentially, and she marries an alien, essentially, but she doesn't realize that the alien has taken over her husband because back then you didn't really know your husband, so it was probably fine. She uh, thought it. She thought uh, it's it was probably a the same.
0: Uh, <laughs> you and met them was, twice. He was just as cold. He was just as unloving as her original <laughs> husband. He just didn't know facts about his like life. He's like yeah, he's His like, actual football. childhood. He's like, what's football? What is thunder? What is lightning? And she's like, I don't understand why. <laughs> but I also am not going to question it, because I know where that puts me in 1950s. Yeah. So, and it's also
1: just like, do you have sympathy for that alien or robot person who has like come all this way to save their civilization? It's like, no, they're not human, so kill them. Like, obviously. It's the same thing, but yeah. with actual human-on-human violence.
0: Exactly. And it's like, so on top of like the red scare, it's not just that it's a Russian spy. It's this idea that there's a communist spy. So this is someone who believes in communism. And for American 50s logic, that means we want everyone to be the same. We want everyone to just be this like walking, everyone wears the same brown coat. It's very aesthetically un- unpleasant. The American
1: dream does not exist because uh, capitalism does you not can't, exist. Yeah, you can't
0: um, step on other people to get up top because we're all here. We're just digging in the dirt together, We're not like rooting potatoes. for communism.
1: I'm just saying that like it wasn't as dramatic as they
0: yeah. made it out Yeah, but that's the whole idea. It's like, okay, there are literal people who could possibly be trying to take our individuality, our Americanism, our ability to make absurd amounts of money so that we can live the American dream with our white picket fence. And they're threatening that. Mm -hmm. So why don't we put that on screen and make it an alien person, right? Uh, So that's talking about the typical American dream idea um, for the 1950s. But that same movie, uh, when it's remade in the 70s, takes place at an army base. And in the 90s, it's, I forget where it's, I think it's like a city, a big city, because now we're... We're moving up. Um, But the 1956 film is informed by the paranoia of the McCarthy era. Uh, But the 76 version depicts the San Francisco uh, 10 years after the summer of love. Right. So now it's like now we're all we love each other. We're all equal. It's like, God forbid. God forbid we just like people and we want everyone to be happy because that means you're an alien. And I don't Uh want you here. I want you to leave. There's a new Betty in town, and I want her locked up. And I guess it also goes into like the idea. <laughs> her, the name is, are her name is she's changed her name to Flower, yeah. but she still needs to go. Yeah, because she wants us to do an orgy, and I'm still I just, I know I like that you're including <laughs> me. I I appreciate it, but like no though. Yeah, I need you to go because you're an alien. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> I lost what I was gonna say, but that's fine. I'm so sorry. It happens every time. Okay, well, then we have the 90s, right? So that brings us to. The Faculty, which uh, was brought up a little bit. It is phenomenal, and we're going to talk about it in our film section because that's what we do. But this is a a film where the viewer sees these teens who are in a school who are confronted uh, with the obvious desire for conformity and well-behaved uniformity. Uh, And this is during a time when nonconformity was hip and expected, which is to say the 90s. It was so cool. Let's wear our flannels. Too
1: hip to be a square. (laughs)
0: Exactly, but, you know. Team spirit is what it's smelling like. Instead, yeah. there's a lot of songs
1: <laughs> that are relevant
0: for this situation. So we went from uh, Russian spies to the free love movement to don't like we're not going to be the square that our parents are. We listen to rock music that's just kind of a lot of moaning into the microphone because like our like, intro, is the original, and totally okay. popped up on heroin there. So mm-hmm. it's, that's what we're into in the 90s, but we're not allowed. So the villain has become, like, our parents who are like, you have to behave, you have to get in line, tie your shoes. And you're like, nah, it's not cool, man.
1: They're trying to turn you into pineapples.
0: You're trying to turn you into pineapples. But the question is, here's a follow-up question, is if, if the person that you loved or knew were a robot or alien or monster impersonating you, your husband was an alien from outer space, would it matter? And I think the answer is, one, if they weren't trying to eat you, That's Mm -hmm. at least a bare minimum. Like, don't try to eat me, because that's probably, I'm going to be like, all right, listen. Cannibalism is bad. Even if it's a different species, eating (laughs) a person, no. I'm going to, no. But if they were just like a Cylon or something, wouldn't it be okay? Like, uh, And the answer. I'm new to town.
1: Yeah. I'm new in town. Yeah, I don't know that person. Welcome me to your culture. It's great. And the
0: answer is, what Kat talked about before, it's if it's been an alien robot and or something all along if that's the narrative then totally fine like yeah. yeah that's all i know that's all you know you're that but if it is the it has murdered and taken on the appearance of an already established human life then it's probably not cool yeah and it's
1: it's <laughs> very much like the idea that we're all individuals that even if we're flawed and kind of terrible that we deserve that chance to be terrible um which is a very uh like yeah. i guess like i don't know if it's exclusively like a human idea but definitely an American idea where it's like you have to be an individual we're all unique we have this unique purpose that we need to like strive for and can figure out before we're dead Yeah, Um, it's like everyone's biggest fear that they don't figure out what their purpose is before they die um,
0: but that Spoiler alert, you don't have one. Just do stuff. Just do stuff. <laughs> just, like, be alive. <laughs> have it's a fine.
1: podcast. Just talk. It's <laughs> <Yeah.
0: fun>. People <laughs> will show up in person and look at you while you just talk at them about stuff. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's super cool. Do it. But it's,
1: uh, I don't know if you watched Rick and Morty. We talked about it once already. Uh, but Unity, she tries to conform the society through, like, alien takeover or whatever. Um, so she's taking over people, and it's not. Cool because yeah. she's you know, a hive mind. Free if will you don't, is gone. Yeah. So the idea is even if they're terrible, are they better now because they're not murdering people or you know, raping people or being or bad humans that Being exist racist in the world? against
0: people with different shaped nipples, which, yep, was the which is the whole that, plot <laughs> of that, of that, that episode.
1: <laughs> so. And it's like, is it better to conform if you're not doing those stuff those things? Um like, I don't know. I don't but I personally, <laughs> I think I if you're a good person and you're not being bad to people, then probably want to stay being you. you. want
0: to be good, yeah.
1: But I'm not arguing that we should get taken over by a hive mind, but uh, I understand at the same time.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'd be fine
1: if I was a silent, that's all. <laughs> yes.
0: I say this often. If you've been a silent all along, if a yeah, silent showed totally up and fine. took you over, I'd be kind of mad. I'd be like, That's I fair. like my broken bodied cat. <laughs> but that
1: one would be able to like lift things and like. All right, well. Breathe. When you put it
0: that way. <laughs> she, can, she can help. I got it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if someone attacked you, I might be able to defend.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Did you have any more facts? Nah. Nah? Well, we're going to move on to the next section. I guess what? It also starts in an F. It's films.
1: It's like it's on purpose. It's films and
0: or shorts. This section is questionable because sometimes we talk about video games. Sometimes we talk about board games. Sometimes we talk about a book we read. It's just basically media, but that doesn't
1: start with F, so it's less fun. Media. All right, ready? Film.
0: Usually I start talking when that starts dissipating. <laughs> well, it's on surface. Um, So we watched several things, uh, but we wanted to talk about just a few. So we're going to start with The Thing, because that's the most prominent one. We are talking about the 1982 John Carpenter version. Um, We have watched the more modern version. Gabe has. I have. We tried to watch it again, and then it was not cooperating. It was
1: $3, and it was not a Friday. In this economy.
0: (laughs) I mean, the government just got on (laughs) shut. So... That's all I'm saying, and I feel like one is enough. <laughs> when you've seen the things that we have seen, you're like, Literally. "That's enough. It's Uh-oh. absurd." So, if you are unfamiliar with the thing, or if you've totally blocked it from your memory, like I wish I could, uh, it oh, is about a research team in Antarctica who is hunted down by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. Yeah. Um, and if you're so, if you're watching this film and you happen to be Norwegian. And you're watching the 1982 version. Uh, within the first like 10 minutes, totally spoiled. Mm-hmm. You already know what's happening because essentially what happens is it starts off and there's like this sled dog that's like being chased by this like other Antarctic like team. Um, yeah, and, and they're I mean, like, why leave guns. the dog alone? Why? Yeah. Why they're would you hurt at the dog? Them. Everyone's upset. But what they're yelling at this other American Ar- Arctic team, Antarctic team, is. Uh, that is not a dog, it is an alien, it's taking the form of a dog, it will spread, it's a parasite, you have to kill it. But if you were American and you're ignorant, you're like, you make American. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know, and so you watch the whole movie and you're like, wow, what a picture, it takes so long. And you're, you're like, just what like, a lovely what's happening? dog. It's such a nice dog, and then it goes and plays with the other dogs, and then you're like, yes, dog has friends, and then it breaks open its face, and it just comes (laughs) out. (laughs) Guys, listen to me. Ava's
1: trypophobia for context. (laughs) Um, So I was
0: upset, but not like dead after that. She was dying. John Carpenter and David Cronenberg can suck it, okay? Yeah.
1: <laughs> they can buy Like, I forces. get it.
0: I get it. And you know what? What you're saying is real nice. I get it. It's you're saying a lot. But could you maybe with less like pus and like <laughs> insects? Like why is everything gotta be an insect? I guys? Mean,
1: Lovecraft, everything in his I know. bestiary was Ooh, reptile or insect so mixed with human people. So he breaks out.
0: He's now in—he's an insect alien, disgusting, morphed-up dog. The mm-hmm. other dogs are freaking out, and then <laughs> you're like, "That's not a dog, guys. <laughs> like, they should have <gasps> shot it. Why didn't you listen to the Norwegian guys? They warned you. What are you doing?" And the people are like, "Hey, what, what's got all these dogs around?" <laughs> oh. I opened the door, all the dogs ran out, and they're like, "Whoa, well, where would our dogs go?" And I'm like, here's Fluffy, love him. He stuck around. I don't know why. We're not gonna question it though, God forbid.
1: Yeah. I pay attention to my surroundings. Everything's slower down there.
0: Up there. Where is it? (laughs) What? (laughs) You know what I'm saying, guys. It's around it's somewhere. It's cold. Antarctica? (laughs) So here's the thing. (laughs) Yeah. So essentially, the premise of the movie is it will turn into a person, but after it has killed them. So remember when we said it's okay if you've been an alien the whole time, but if you were an alien who has taken over the form of someone you have killed, who was already a pre-established human, had a life. Yeah, maybe, uh, not, maybe not a great one, not, but was there? They were doing. They were trying yeah, their they were best. Trying. Okay, not that being dog.
1: Human. was, it was just being a dog before this alien was a. Real jerk. Yeah.
0: And then split out its face. So, but the thing (laughs) about this and what happens uh, in the thing, and remember this is from uh, 1982, is that in order to find out if the other people are aliens, they have to do a blood test. So these are people who are walking around, they look like normal people. The only way we can know that they are infected with this other disease is to take their blood and then test it. And then they get really awfully John Carpenter-y and... And it's disgusting, but it would be (laughs) totally rude of us not to bring up the fact that this is like right up on the brink of AIDS epidemic where we have people who are walking around in their normal and the only way we can know that they are sick or ill is by a blood test. So it's like, are you trying to say something here, Mr. Carpenter?
1: I mean, usually he's trying to say something. Are you saying people
0: are monsters? Because we're not going to fly. It's yeah. not going to fly, man.
1: It was the 80s, though. So back then, I guess we they thought it sensors. did. We didn't have censors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So bring it down. We're going to bring it back up. Because <laughs> we understand. McCarthyism. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't a better time either. <laughs> it wasn't, but it's fine. It's not still happening. But it is this idea that, like, you know, you have this person that you know, and then you test their blood, and now they're a monster. Yeah. Um, but I've the known real... him for
1: 15 years. Not Penn Sylvester.
0: Exactly. Yes. Uh, Another Rick and Morty reference.
1: There's a bunch. Um, This movie reminds me a lot of Rick and Morty. And a fun fact about this movie is uh, reverse giraffe slash also the president. Is in, in the thing from the nineteen Eighty Two version. Keith
0: Davids, he plays in the thing and he's one of the people where we're like, Are you real? Are you not? And he's he very makes beautiful. it at the end. He's
1: he's gorgeous.
0: Uh, and his voice is just booming. Uh, yeah. and he makes it to the end, but we don't know if he's an alien or not.
1: Yeah, but he's also in the Rick and Morty uh Rick
0: Ricker. The total, total recall. Total. Recall.
1: Recall, which um, we thought it was about the thing. It's actually about Total Recall, but that's fine because there's. Um, it's it's a also mix. a lot like the thing. So the guy from the thing is also in the Rick and Morty episode, and that's a fun
0: fact. Yeah, because the Rick and Morty episode is there's parasites who are su- like assuming the identities of these people of uh, that they've imposed memories of in their mind, yeah. which so is So they're total not murdering anybody, but it's but, okay. <laughs> But they're still parasites. And, and similarly,
1: you have to hurt them for to them to be exposed. So you have to like shoot them in the arm or and in the thing, you have to literally use like fire on their blood to make sure that you and know. And then that their alien. face
0: blooms out and just expl- <laughs> it
1: explodes and then eats the other I humans. I can't. So even it's really explain great.
0: It. it was so it was like twenty minutes of just like ah. <laughs> and they're like gave us a great impression (gasps) yeah yeah it sums it up that's what happened on the thing Uh, we also watched The Faculty yes which is kind of like our our new favorite movie Mm -hmm. this is from 1998 so we've sped up in time uh, and this is you know are hip teenagers.
1: It has um, a lot of fun people in it that, yeah. like, you were just like, wait, what? Who's in that? And then it's just like all the people together in one location. Exactly. So yeah.
0: the faculty is about students that suspect that their teachers are aliens um, after a bizarre experience has happened. Uh, and it's directed by Robert Rodriguez, who's done Spy Kids. Mm-hmm. All of them, uh, from not dust- the same movie. And then <laughs> this is less fun. so that's later. But he, he, his humble beginnings was uh, from dust till dawn and grindhouse. So I don't know how he got from A to Z. So. I will say you see the thumb people in Spy Kids, and I'm like,
1: "All right, I get it." Now. Yeah, because the it. faculty—it's very similar in the like the people explode kind of and they eat you. Exactly. Um, so
0: I, it's equally
1: scary. And
0: they <laughs> as were really people gross. who are
1: thumbs for some reason. Um, yeah,
0: we should definitely talk about Spy Kids because Dr. Caligari is a really great idea to talk about anyway, but not right now. <laughs> nope. We're going to talk about the faculty. So as Kat said, it is starring some great people. It is like a, like a 90s haven for our favorite 90s people. Uh, it is starring Josh Hartnett. So this mm-hmm. is like one of his breakout roles. He, his hair is so greasy.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, Honestly, his yeah. clothes are so big, and he's so misunderstood. <laughs> it is also starring Elijah Lidd. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when he was actually auditioning To be in Lord of the Rings. So put that into your perspectives. It's Jordana Brewster from Fast and Furious. So I previously got a cool DVD because I had that fact in my pocket. Uh, Salma Hayek, who's only in there for a little bit to speak speak in their little accent. Uh, And then Robert Patrick from Terminator 2, which has some fun facts in there. It's my favorite movie of all time, just for context. Uh, Ursher. Yeah, Ursher is in this. (laughs) Yes. As, as soon, we were watching the trailer as soon as Usher walks in we're like well we're going to watch this <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, honestly, that's exactly how because we we're like, <laughs> like let's look at movies no. that are about alien imposters uh, like, and oh, we just, just saw Usher and we're like yeah no all right we're going like, to watch I... this I don't know what's going to happen but yeah Ushers in this. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, have we to watch have it. To I didn't know we did that. We were, wow. I'm
0: Our lives. What are we doing this whole time? Will he sing? I don't know. Um, and then, much to our surprise, in the actual film, we also have Jon Stewart back when he was acting. Uh, we have—I uh, don't know if I'm saying her right, her name right—Femke Jansen, who is—I uh, also don't know—Jean Grey. Yes. Uh, she is um, in movie you guys just show you just watched. Hemlock Grove. Yes. Yeah, she's in that. She's there. She's also in How to Get Away with Murder. She's a badass oh. lawyer woman yeah. who's the love interest. Mm-hmm. Uh she's, she's beautiful. And then uh Clay and Duvall from Girl Interrupted. So it's just full, it's just full. And it was like, how? Like, how did we miss this? Yeah, no. It's honestly, phenomenal. It
1: was- Bizarre that we had never heard of it. So, I mean, I feel like I've heard of it, but I had never even, like, thought to watch it before yeah. that moment. So the podcast always lets us watch amazing things like Killer Condom or this.
0: Yes. <laughs> Tune in in February for Killer Condom.
1: It's, it's very upsetting. I
0: and maybe don't
1: watch it, but it's, it's a time. Don't watch it. Listen
0: to us talk about it for you. Yeah. <laughs> and teeth. So we talk about some fun stuff. We have a good time. Uh, but... <laughs> This film, so this film to me was really great because it was like the film Scream, like what it did for horror movies, where it's like rule number one, like you have to be a virgin, you can't have sex, don't say I'm gonna go away, but I'll be right back, or what's the worst that can happen? Like all those tropes, it was like like, here are tropes, let's talk about them, and you know it was from like an acclaimed horror director being like, listen, we did some really crazy stuff. Have you seen Nightmare on Elm Street (laughs) three or one? or two, or literally seven, whatever it was, it's absurd, (laughs) and I made it, and now I'm making fun of it, so this was that for sci-fi films, and like sci-fi media with parasites, because they talk about it, they they literally refer to it as pod people, they're like making jokes, they refer to Elijah Wood um, as Ripley. Mm-hmm. from Alien, they're like, what are you, Ripley now? Because he's like, protocol. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> everyone needs a Ripley, and here he is, so you're welcome. Uh, yeah, it references like all these different, it references the thing. Uh, I don't think it references they live. It's not that quite John Carpenter-y. Yeah. But it's definitely like, okay, <laughs> essentially the premise is, what if your teachers were aliens and they were trying to conform you? And the one person who, like, Clea Duvall is this character who's, like, the goth girl who's pretending to be a lesbian because it makes her cooler, uh, and no one will talk to her. Yeah. And then she's really not, which was like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, like, (laughs) oh. (laughs)
0: Uh, She's actually really into sports a uh, fun fact and she's into the head jock who now wants to be smart. So it also takes all the tropes of like The Breakfast Club and turns that on its head. So it uh-huh. had like the jock who's like I quit the football team the day before the big game cuz I want to study. Yeah. And the, his girlfriend's like you can't do that. You have to be a jock. I have to be the smart one now. We have to break up. Yeah. What are you going to do? Have Get to be a the law thing. degree? I What yeah. is that?
1: She's really mean <laughs> she to him. Was the it's word. insane. And then like She's just supposed to be cool later. She was like, cool. no, I still don't like her. Yeah. And then you
0: have like the grunge kid from the wrong side of the tracks who wasn't. He actually came from a really rich family and was like in like super intelligent. He had like a lab and he was like dissecting things. In his, like, house. <laughs> he was
1: making drugs. and was making drugs,
0: which is another fun part of this film. So one, we've broken, we've broken stereotypes from The Breakfast Club. We are remarking on the fact that the uh, sci-fi horror films are funny and uh, the antidote is not let's like prick people's blood because we're students in a school and we're not going to do that to our instructors. Instead, we have to do drugs. Yeah, you had to <laughs>
1: snort these like little blue vials oh. filled with
0: caffeine
1: and other household it's like items. like Ritalin
0: and like. And it's like, if you're not cocaine, cool with that.
1: You're an alien so you got to <laughs> die like that's basically like, the premise.
0: This get hit like, or get yeah. hit is like yeah.
1: and she's like I'm allergic to aspirin and she's like we don't care you <laughs> like you're, you're going to take die. the drugs or you're an it's alien it's
0: literally it like and everyone's like no I'm I'm too I'm a nerdy kid I don't do drugs and it's like if you I swear if you do not do this very unidentified <laughs> substance, and put it up your nose right now. One of us who happens to have a gun. Yeah, you're gonna die now. Are gonna shoot Do you instead. Drugs. Yeah. And then they have to throw drugs at their teachers, and their yeah, There's a lot of
1: violence, but it's still entertaining. There's in also some, some it seems really, justified. I don't
0: know. There's also some really uncomfortable, like, teacher student situations and I'm like, Famke, you need to calm down because <laughs> Josh Hartnett is a baby child. Yeah. And it was, I was like, I know it's the 90s, but like... Also, why? It's still not okay. Yeah. Can I go back in t- time travel? That's how it works. Some fun facts about this film, besides just the fact that it exists, um, is the Terminator 2 situation. Yeah, no,
1: so it, <laughs> it's amazing. So first off, Terminator 2 is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> but I'm gonna read this little thing real quick. So John Stewart plays Professor Edward Furlong in this movie. Actor Edward Furlong played by John played John Connor in Terminator 2: Judgment Day. Chased by T1000 Terminator played by Robert Robert Patrick. Coach, nah, I can't say words. Oh my God, <laughs> it's okay. I am a, I'm not a robot because I would be able to do this otherwise. Yeah. Uh, coach Joe Willis at around 7 minutes at the start of the movie coach willis who is the ro- like the evil robot in terminator 2 does the run like, the Terminator run, which is how I ran as a small child, for context. Because <laughs> um, I was just like, that's the best movie. This is cool, right? Like, everyone thinks this is cool. Now she runs uh,
0: like Phoebe from Friends. Yeah. <laughs>
1: His dislocatable knees. You gotta go one or the other. Um, yeah, so he does the run towards the principal, and to like, before they m- brutally murder her, spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the way that the scene is shot is very similar to uh, the Terminator 2 scene, where if you've seen it, which I hope you have, if you haven't, then hang out with me and we'll watch it Um, where they're getting in the elevator like trying to run from the evil Terminator and he's running at the elevator so it's very similar to that scene where they're trying to get into the elevator and he's like pushing through but in this case he's a parasite not a robot so
0: same thing Different story.
1: Yeah. Well, no, because if you were a robot, your hands can hyperextend to turn into knives, and then you can open the elevator with your knife hands.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so the not parasite research. cannot
1: do those things. He could just punch <laughs> like, like ah. the door a bunch. Yeah.
0: yeah and then I, the <laughs> other
1: lady had to kill the mink for. He was like, oh, that's
0: my kill. Yeah. Uh, what was <laughs> funny about this part for us was cat like when it opened up and he's like this angry coach. He's like, testosterone. And like he becomes a, a parasite, whatever. And Kat was like, "Is that Terminator guy? Like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure." I was super just like sure. staring
1: at him. I was like, "That's definitely the Terminator guy." And then he's as also that scene. evil in this. Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> and then the scenes happening, and he's doing the run. She's like, there." Done. I was like, pause it. I need to look up
1: IMDB because this is guaranteed the Terminator guy. I need to know. And then I did. And then it is him. And then I felt very satisfied. Yeah,
0: And it's super creepy because the way that they, like, exchange this disease is they just, like, kind of, like, hold the person down and, like, whisper into their ear. And then, like, the parasite's like...
1: You just romanticized it. They hold them down and then, like, cough up a parasite into (laughs) other people's ears. Just so you know. It is not like, oh, sweet nothings. It's like... (laughs) It's not a fun
0: time. Maybe my eyes were closed.
1: <laughs> you can't you can't be this upset at the thing and then romanticize and maybe, parasites maybe going up to ears.
0: Okay, is all I'm saying. saying
1: it. No trauma you remember. <laughs>
0: Exactly well so that's the faculty and so when we're talking about so that's like nonconformity is key do drugs kids uh, don't be what everyone perceives you to be right that's funny we learned some lessons all of us uh, the thing was like don't trust anyone even in Antarctica and I don't I don't really don't communism. trust anybody
1: because they're an evil parasite alien thing that's going to murder you and then try to take up over the rest of the world. Yeah. That's what that was.
0: And then we have a modern-day representation, which is essentially a short uh, by Key and Peele. So Key and Peele had a really fun short sketch show, uh, and they have a skit called Alien Impostors. Uh, and it's about survivors of an alien invasion who come up with a way to tell whether someone is really a fellow human. And it's just essentially... Uh, people are racist yeah <laughs> and so if this alien is not racist then it's an alien yeah. uh, so <laughs> essentially it starts yeah. with uh, a country guy who comes up to key and Peel who are both half black men uh, and they're like oh there's a there's a community of survivors like you guys got to come you got to join our community and <laughs> Jordan Peel's character is like yeah, he's <laughs> like no he d- I don't he
1: wouldn't want us there. yeah
0: and Keegan's like what, what did you do and he's like well why would this redneck want us two black men to be a part of this community that is not real? He should die. Uh, and then later they, they come across this like white guy who's like in a business suit, and they're like holding. He's like, oh, thank God, there's survivors. And he goes, hey, uh, would you let me date your daughter? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> They're like, there's no way. Then a girl comes out, and she's like, oh, my God. uh, I have three black friends. I voted for Obama. I love Beyonce and Jay-Z. And she's like, she's fine. Let's go, Becky. She's cool. (laughs) Becky's doing just great. And then they come up across a black guy, and they're like, uh. And so (laughs) Keegan's like, "Uh, yo, uh, how do you feel about the police? And he goes, I really like their second album. Yeah. (laughs) Dead, dead, done (laughs) So that's like our modern day version of what aliens Uh
1: are uh It took a spin I wasn't expecting But then it was very funny (laughs) It was very
0: fun So now we're going to move on to our our next section Which is our last section Which, guess what? It starts with F It's feelings Pressure And then we're going to It's our feelings How do you Are you Because I'm nervous Really Huh? No. Kat wouldn't forget her... She, would. <laughs> she <laughs> would
1: forget her password. Feelings. Yeah, feelings.
0: Yeah, feelings. Yeah, I said feelings. Let's talk about feelings. Okay. <laughs> and all that spooky stuff. I that spooky stuff. All right. <laughs> okay. So generally in our feelings section, the way that we rate it is we come up with some funny thing. So I'm not entirely sure what we're going to do.
1: Audience? Uh, So yeah, so Uh, let's go,
0: well, how about this? If it's good, it's do drugs.
1: (laughs) Okay. This just in from the ghouls next door.
0: Right, and if it's bad. If it's good, do drugs. If it's bad, what was the name I used earlier for the communist lady that I wanted to burn? Betty? Betty. Betty. All right, so if it's bad, it's Betty slash flower. Okay. She's getting locked Cause up. Because they're the same. She's, she's the same. It's Housewife Betty. All right. It's Flower Child Flower. All right. So uh, let's talk about the the idea of alien imposters. How do, you, how do you feel?
1: Oh, I'm 100% about it. Like, I think it's bad. Like, you don't want to be eaten by aliens. But I love sci-fi. So anything that is robots or aliens, I'm like, yes, that's the best thing. I need 100% more of that.
0: So what you're saying and is I'm do saying, drugs. It's
1: do drugs because it's great. Excellent. Drugs are great, according <laughs> to this.
0: It saves lives. Yes. <laughs> don't. Uh, listen.
1: I, I take a lot of medicine to function. <laughs> Disclaimer so drugs right are great. here.
0: We're going to have to move this to the top later. Uh, don't <laughs> do drugs. Don't, don't do, do drugs if no, you're not supposed to.
1: If you do not have a prescription for said drugs, don't do those I Also drugs.
0: don't abuse said prescri- prescription. Uh, <laughs> Just got to put them up there, all right? I feel like we're putting on some bad vibes. Also, don't like kill people if your husband's having an affair. All right, just move on. (laughs) Just (laughs) move on. Not worth your time, especially if they're an alien from outer space. I would say uh, I also feel like do drugs for alien imposters if... they are aliens who've always been here. Cause I think like yeah. one that's kind of interesting, like, what are you doing here? Are you like I married a monster from outer space where you're just trying to repopulate and you're like, we need to figure out how to make babies with human people and they've they love. We need to learn what love is. I yeah. don't understand thunder. The Whatever lack it of is. empathy
1: in that movie was very upsetting. But also it was like, I just want to know what love is. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, alien she was guy. like not well, you figure it out, like can I have my husband back? But like just, like, keep him there for a little bit. We'll teach it. Help it's him fine. out. I don't
0: understand. Yeah. He doesn't but have to know. <laughs> if, they def- if, if it's in an Edgar suit, d- it's it. That's it. We're yeah, done. No, that one's not okay. No Edgar suits, no sugar water. It's over. Uh, but for how about for the thing and the faculty? Oh, I mean,
1: I had one of the worst dates of my life watching the thing, but I still think it, that was, like, the only redeeming part of the date was watching that movie, so I really like it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm going to say uh, Betty Flower to The Thing. Oh, yeah, you don't like it. And to John Carpenter just as a person. Fair. and uh, <laughs> medium. I'm kidding. He's fine. They Live is cool. It's like I came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Uh, so he's cool. He did some great stuff. Yeah. Uh, but so much, though, do we have to do all that is the question. Uh, but the faculty Probably. definitely do drugs all over the faculty. I mean, Ursher <laughs> Josh Hartnett. Greasy hair? No. I mean, it's Josh Hartnett. Elijah right. Woods, super cute. running, runs really fast. It was just a
1: great movie. <laughs> I only like to run when being chased. That was a great movie. And,
0: and then it happened. He was like, has He was the fastest thing. one, and he had the tiniest legs. <laughs> it felt
1: inspired. He was so great in that movie. It was so, it was just a great movie. I would watch it like eight other times.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So well, do drugs, guys. Do drugs. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Do jokes and then in confusing messages really don't? Uh, so we, as we said before, we are the Ghouls Next Door. You can find us online. We're at theGhoulsNextDoor.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on every social, uh, every.
1: Uh, Podcast Media. platform. I'm yes. trying to
0: work on Pandora now because they're doing a thing. And I'm oh. like, what makes you so special? Add us in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you could uh, Spotify, whatever. Uh, definitely, if you can um, donate for the Headstrong uh, Foundation, we have Bucket here. There's also the online uh, bit.ly slash uh, <laughs> Headstrong Fest. Um, we thank to all these people. Thank you guys for being here. Um, and definitely check us out. Next month uh, for February is our. Romance got gone wrong section. So we're talking mm-hmm. about don't do sex. Uh, you had sex, didn't you? You had sex with the wrong person, and then eventually monsters find love. So if so, you yeah. want to be, be to end optimistic, the mud, uh, and then find a nice little happy bow ending, then Gabe's, tune in next month.
1: Sometimes in life, love happens.
0: It's when you least expect it. I'm just saying
1: it happens. <laughs> <laughs> But also, we have cookies and stickers. Yes, we have cookies, so stickers,
0: business cards. Check us out. These are Ghoul Scout cookies, because that's a you are. Um, and also, just so you guys know, because you've attended the show and you've listened to us, you now all reside in our figurative basement, because yeah. that's where we keep our friends. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then your alien imposter can live for you instead.
1: Yeah, they'll go <laughs> outside for you, which I for know. me is a dream, because going outside is annoying, so... <laughs>
0: All right, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much.
1: Um, Don't get married. They eat your kids.
0: Don't get married. They eat your kids.